Welcome to Wyoming Pathway to Adventure, places to go and ways to enjoy Wyoming's great outdoors. Brought to you by Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. Howdy, this is Pathfinder Bruce Shaliato, and our guest today is Clay Cundy. Hello, Clay. Hi, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Clay, you're a member of the Northeast Wyoming Outdoor Recreation Collaborative. Tell us a bit about your experience with the Collaborative. My uh, involvement with the Collaborative began when I was on the Parks and Rec Board for Campbell County. And uh, Rusty Bell, one of the commissioners, said that the governor's office was looking to build these Collaboratives and was looking for steering committee members to be part of it. And I threw my ring in the hat to get involved because I think it's a worthwhile project. And uh, what are some of these projects that the Collaborative does? Well, I think the nice thing about the Collaborative is when you think about uh, outdoor opportunities in our state, I think grassroots is the best way that you can go about developing these sort of projects because who knows better than what's available in their area than the people that live there. And I think through these Collaborative processes, you can bring a lot of different people into the mix that understand where they live, where they like to recreate, and how those areas can be improved or how they can be expanded in some way. And I think that the collaborative model to these types of uh, projects is the best way to do it. I enjoy working with uh, the other members of the collaborative from Weston and uh, Crook counties because I'm learning things about those areas that I didn't know before. Some of the people at Caleb that I work with, uh, Jeremy Didick that I work with over in Newcastle have done a great job with the Flying V trails. We go mountain biking all the time. We didn't even realize that, that this trail system existed until I was a part of the Collaborative. So I think that that's one of the best experiences that I've had working with the Collaborative is getting to know these other outdoor enthusiasts and these people that are making things happen in our, in our corner of the state. Now, speaking of the Flying V, uh, the Collaborative had something to do with the recent project there. Yes, they did. Um, they were actually one of the first projects funded through the Collaborative system was to expand the Flying V trail system into adaptive trails so that adaptive riders on like hand bikes, that sort of stuff uh, that are facing uh, physical challenges have an opportunity to use these trails. And that's a wonderful way to create inclusiveness in, in our outdoor recreation arena. And through the use of collaborative dollars, uh, the members of the Broken Spoke, or Bent Spoke, sorry, uh, club over in Newcastle were able to get some funding put in place and to adapt these trails. Uh, yeah, on May 20th, we actually had a grand opening and kickoff for the adapted trails to open them to the public, get the word out on these. It's a great event, along with the Caveman Fun Run. That is an annual event that they have over there, and it was a wonderful program or opportunity. Now, you mentioned collaborative funding. So the collaboratives have money to uh, fund projects? Yes. Through a grant process that was put in place uh, a couple of years ago through ARPA funds, they had a $12 million round of financing that went out or grant disbursements that went out for projects around the state. The money that was given to the Flying V was part of an initial like $20,000, $25,000 that was made available to the collaboratives as they came into existence. And we had to find a project for that to be spent on. And those guys over in uh, Newcastle took the bull by the horns and got it done. So it was uh, really a big feather in the cap of our collaborative to have that project launched. Especially since there aren't that many adaptive bike trails in Wyoming. And uh, this is one of the first. Yeah, as I, as I understand it, it is becoming a big draw for those type of recreationists. 
And it also makes these trails more accessible to even just regular riders, makes them safer for beginner riders, that sort of stuff. So it's wonderful. In fact, uh, we're actually working now. Uh, Joe Zabel is a friend of mine. He's an adaptive rider. And uh, we're actually working in Campbell County to try to adapt some of our trails out at the Red Hills uh, Trail Park to allow for him to be able to sit more safely recreate out there with his adaptive bike. Now, the Red Hills Trails? Yes, this is a, a project that started uh, back in 2019. The Energy Addicts uh, Bike Club or Cycling Club uh, got permission from the Campbell County Commissioners to go out into the, what was called the Centennial Section and to do some trails, soft surface trail system out there. And it's become a very popular area for people in our, our community to recreate there. Uh, we're actually in the process now of trying to really expand this trail system. We're, we're hoping to work through the uh, collaborative grant process, the Wyoming Off and Outs of Outdoor Rec, to get uh, some grants to further develop this into a mountain bike park, a, a pump track, more adaptive trails, and just create like kind of a, a system locally in Campbell County that can make us a destination for mountain bikers and make sure that we don't become what I like to call flyby zone or flyover zone. We want people to stop in our community, ride these trails that we have here, and then branch out and go to Newcastle, the Flying V, run up to Sundance and, and go up into the Reuters trail system in the Bear Lodge Mountains before they head into South Dakota into the trail systems in the Black Hills National Forest. Or the same goes for heading to Sheridan or, or the Bighorns and up over the, uh, the Highway 16, you know, to recreate. Now, these are located uh, right off of Northwest Park in, in Gillette? That's correct, yeah. It is right off the end of Burma Avenue. Uh, I've been there many times, and it's real easy access. And um, I'm glad to hear that you're looking at expanding that. Yeah, that's really the project I'm involved with a couple of uh, other community uh, members to try to get something really going out there. Dave Bauer being one. Dana Miller um, from Economic Development is also involved in this project. And we're really trying to see what we can do and make happen out there. Uh, we're going to be holding a just kind of a fun run a day out there, uh, tentatively scheduled for June 17th. Um, this will be uh, just kind of a, a very casual 5K, just to try to raise awareness that these trails are, are available. Um, we've been given permission by um, Parks and Rec and the commissioners to do some trail improvement out there to get it ready for this event. And I think it'll be uh, be exciting to see what kind of comes of that as we as we get moving down that path. Well, a lot of folks who come to visit uh, Northern Wyoming, they usually enter near Sundance. Uh, they visit Devil's Tower and off they go to Yellowstone. But uh, from what I hear you saying, the, Gillette would make a good stop for someone with a mountain bike or perhaps a quick hike. Yeah, that's correct. And that's really one of the things that when I attended my uh, uh, wilderness first responder training through Knowles, uh, the instructors were kind of shocked that we did a lot of climbing out of Gillette. And when I explained to them that we're kind of uniquely located right in the center of the, of the Bighorns and the Black Hills, and within an hour, hour and a half in any direction, I have world-class rock climbing available. And with the rock climbing facility we have at the Campbell County Rec Center, which is a kind of a miniature model of Devil's Tower, has crack climbing, has really unique, unique features that you don't see in a lot of other climbing areas, it really kind of draws a lot of people here. And 
I think we could do the same thing with mountain biking. So if we're able to get a, a world-class mountain bike terrain park going along with some other adaptive trails and just regular trails for trail running and that sort of stuff, host events, people can stay in Gillette and then they can go an hour, hour and a half in any direction to then take in all of the other activities around us. Go mountain bike in Newcastle or mountain bike in Sundance or go over into uh, the Black Hills National Forest or over into Sheridan or Buffalo and that area and do some mountain biking. Now, speaking of the recreation center, the Campbell County Recreation Center and the climbing wall, yes. is that available for guests or visitors? Absolutely. They have open climbing uh, available at the climbing wall. In the summer, uh, I'm not sure what the hours are right right now, but they have belayers available. If you've never rock climbed before, you can go attend uh, uh, just an open climbing session. It's $3 to rent a harness and shoes and to have one of our uh, professional belayers belay you on the climbing wall and introduce you to rock climbing. If you're an experienced climber, um, we can arrange to belay certify you or there's classes available that help people learn how to safely belay in a, in a gym scenario and to uh, safely keep people uh, secure when when they're climbing. Now, for those who are unfamiliar with rock climbing, what is belaying? So belaying is a process by which you use a ATC or a, a, a what? A, an ATC. It's so it's like a, a piece of equipment that attaches to your harness that the rope will wind through, so that when if tension is put on it, it'll stop the rope from moving through the the, the belay device. And then you can let slack through, feed slack out, and the climber can move up and down independently without fear of falling. And is someone there at the recreation center that could actually show you how to do this? Yes, we teach classes uh, once a month. Uh, we have a belay certification class that's available. Uh, I'm one of the instructors along with uh, some of the other climbers in the area that teach uh, climbing belaying. And what role do you foresee the collaborative playing in developing these outdoor recreation opportunities? I think that they're going to be a great uh, nurturing area for the, uh, for the seeds of these ideas, right? They're going to be like an incubator to help kind of get these ideas off the ground. Uh, one of the projects that I was bringing up a lot when I was on the Parks and Rec Board was trying to do model something similar to the outdoor campus over in Rapid City. Uh, the Game Fishing Parks of South Dakota has two campuses, Outdoor Campus East, which is in Sioux Falls, and Outdoor Campus West, which is in Rapid City. These campuses, what they do is they teach people outdoor skills, hunting, fishing, uh, orienteering, which is map and compass navigation. Um, they teach leave no trace ethics. They teach a lot of uh, things that like, kids today aren't being taught through their generational mentors. Uh, like a lot of people are, are going away from hunting and fishing and they use it as a method to drive hunting and fishing license sales. So I think that there's an, uh, some of the groups here like one sportsman's group, Rusty Bell and those guys have kind of picked up on this idea of an outdoor campus and they're thinking about something like that. So I'd say like a, uh, the collaborators would be involved in that, getting that those ideas. And so if you have the Wildman Sportsman's Group thinking about this, and you have me thinking about this, and you have all these organizations, different silos of, of ideas going, they're all working towards the same goal, but they're not cohesive. And if you get all these people, the collaborative can play the role, bringing all these ideas together to where they can get all get behind the same thing, and they can all fight for the same victory. And I think that's going to be a big role the collaborators are going to play. 
in essence, tearing down those silos uh, and increasing cooperation. That's correct, yeah. Now, the state through the Office of Outdoor Recreation, they actually facilitate the collaborations, do they not? They do, yeah. Amy and uh, Sherry Jocelyn and Bryn, all of them are, are wonderful people. They, they have great ideas. They bring, uh, you know, uh, the, the different minds in our state together uh, to communicate. And it's, it's nice to see that there's not, no one sees this as competition, you know. I don't look at Newcastle's Flying V project as a competition to what I'm trying to do in July. I see it as a, as a as a, uh, a counterpart to making sure that Northeast Wyoming becomes a destination for these types of activities. And we're full support of their, uh, their, their projects and they're fully in support of our projects. And I think that, that each collaborative is in, in full support of the other collaboratives around the state's projects as well. And I think that's a, that's a wonderful thing about the community of outdoor recreation. You had mentioned earlier that um, you sometimes thought of Northeast Wyoming as a flyover zone. And I guess I would say that sometimes people do not fully appreciate the outdoor recreation opportunities in Northeast Wyoming, especially if they're going on I-90, for example. The Black Hills are beautiful. They're looking forward to the Bighorns, which are also beautiful but they have this large space in between. If you could say a few things to people with that kind of attitude, what would that be? Well, the grasslands are an amazing place for wildlife, wildflowers, and different different ec ecological environments that people aren't used to seeing. And the Thunder Basin National Grassland north of Gillette is, a, is an amazing place to visit. Um, just the abundance of wildlife out there. And I mean, if you, you might look at it and feel like there's nothing there, but there really is a lot to explore. And it's why it's the Great Plains and it's, and it's great for a reason. And I really find it really interesting when my daughters moved off to Oregon and when they came back uh, after several years and I picked them up in, at the airport in Denver, we're driving home and she was driving through the Great Plains and she was seeing all the grass blowing. She was commenting how she never thought it was beautiful before until she seen it in a new, with a new pair of eyes and really seen it for the magical environment that it is. And I think you have to get out of your car and you have to take a walk through some of this. And uh, the Thunder Basin National Grassland at Weston is about 30, 35 miles north of Gillette. Uh, you go that way, it kind of takes you a little bit off your, your route, you know, because you can't really work. Your, it's going more towards Montana. Yeah, Clay, it may seem out of the way. And if you want to stay on paved roads, it is. But there are some really cool loops that you can make through Ponderosa Breaks in northern Camel County uh, near the Western Hills. And that will take you back to I-90 or even back to Sheridan. Yeah, that's a good point, Bruce. That's like going out on the, the pioneers used to on the our version of the Oregon Trail through northern Campbell County. You can see some really interesting things out there. So I, I always forget to, to mention that. Part of this uh, Red Hills Trails brings a little bit of that grassland environment close to town and kind of opens up that opportunity, maybe whet someone's appetite, take a walk out there. They can see that flora and fauna. They can, they can take it in and then if it piques your interest enough, then maybe they're like, well, let's go out to Weston and check that out. 
And if folks would like more information on some outdoor recreation opportunities in Northeast Wyoming or across the state, they can check out the Office of Outdoor Recreation's Wonder Map or contact an outdoor recreation pathfinder like myself. Well, appreciate you stopping by today, Clay. I appreciate it, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Join us each week on Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Your outdoor adventure awaits in Wyoming. Thank you.